Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the two-game Olympic basketball slate on Saturday. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Also making videos for PGA, Daily Fantasy Sports, and NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch my YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple Podcast. I'll have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, three different packages, an NFL package with the season starting up very soon, preseason right around the corner, NBA package, which includes Olympic basketball and summer league, which is coming up in about a week, and then an esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. And finally, I want to thank Price Picks for sponsoring this episode. So if you guys are not familiar with Price Picks, two different ways you can play. Number one is you take over, under, and fancy points. So Price Picks will post players and their fantasy scores, and again, you either take the over or the under. So let's see, is there any that I like on this board? They have seven posted. I would say lean to the over on both Japan guys, and, and it's a minutes thing, right? Both those guys are gonna play basically the entire game. I think 37, 36 minutes for, for Rui and, and Yuta last game, which is massive. You know, on these Olympic slates, usually the stars play high 20s, maybe low 30s. These Japan guys are basically out there the entire time. And then another another way you can play is single stats. So you can take over 100 straight up points, assists, rebounds, if you prefer that uh, option. Um, again, I like it. It's a nice change of pace because you're not playing against someone, you're just playing against the house. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up to go DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. Basically put $100 in, You'll get a free $100 to play with. And finally, I just want to thank you guys again for all your support on Twitter, on YouTube, the live streams. Really, really do appreciate each and every one of you. If you could, leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you know what live. Unfortunately, not being able to do a live stream today. If you have any questions, uh, let me know. I'll try to get back to you on Twitter. And let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video, guys. All right. So before we talk about players and their prices for this two-game slate, we can look back my up here from the four-game slate on Friday. So it went really, really well for me. Um, here, I'll show you where is this one. So finished fourth in the $33 tournament. Um, it was about a 4X day for me, a little more than 4X, so a really, really solid all around. Uh, so let's go over my lineup. Patty Mills, MJams, uh, Jordan Orr, Yabuselli. Nick Looks, Kay, Sandoransky, Durant, and Landell. So one thing that changed after I made my video was Aaron Baines got ruled out, right? So once we got that news, I was super high on both Kay and Landell because the Mets were just secure for them. They were already producing with Baines out there and uh, with Baines on the court. With Baines out, you know, that was just more Mets for them. So really liked double punting at center with Kay Landell. The other guy I liked was Balvin. So I said, you know, pick two of those three guys. Spend-ups, used Patty Mills, who was pretty solid, uh, Santa Ransky, and then Kevin Durant. Uh, Durant was the one USA guy I felt the most comfortable with if I was going to spend up. So he had a really, really solid game for 45 fancy points. And then value. So I didn't watch this game. MJM's only played 12 minutes while the other starters played massive minutes. Can you guys tell me, did he get injured? Again, I was not watching that game, so I don't know. I assume he got injured because... Other games, he was playing like mid mid to high 20s, even 30 minutes in game one. So um, I'm guessing he got injured, which is a little bit tilting. Uh, Nawara here was was the chalk of the chalk. And then Yabuselli kind of just fit. But yeah, um, had a couple other members right up here. Matt Cody with me and then uh, Ryan as well. So we had four of uh, four of the top six um, people in the 32-hour tournament were uh, Patreon members. So congrats to you guys. And let's see if we can keep it rolling here for this two-game slate. <clears throat> All right, so let's talk about the Vegas odds really quick here. Let me refresh this because that's still on yesterday. I'm guessing the Slovenia one's going to be very high. 
Okay, yeah, 178. So Japan, Argentina is a 167.5 over under. Argentina, only 9.5 point favorites. And Slovenia and Spain, a 178 over under. Slovenia are 3.5 point favorites. This game should be really, really good. I might try to watch that in the middle of the night. We'll see. But, uh, all right, so let's start off with Japan. And I hinted, you know, I like going over on Watanabe and Ruri for uh, fancy points on prize picks. And, again, it's the minutes for both these guys. So Watanabe, 36 minutes each of the last couple of games. He's a do-it-all guy. Went for 19, 8, 3, and 5. Game 1, 17, 7, 2, and 2. Again, a good defender. Can get those peripheral stats. A good rebounder. Is going to handle the ball a decent amount, even though the headless is a power forward. I really like Ryuta, and I really like Rui Hashimura, too. So Rui, game one, kind of was an outlier performance, was a little bit score-independent, uh, 20 points, two boards, one assist. Next game, he picked it up in a big way, 34 points, seven rebounds, three assists, one block, one steal. I will say probably Yuta's going to do a little bit better with the peripheral stats, but I think Rui is going to be you know, their primary scorer. He shot 21, 28 uh, times the first couple games here, so... I really do like both the Japan guys. Uh, if I had to go for a lean, maybe a small lean to Rui since he's a little bit cheaper. But I will say I think Rui is going to be much more popular this slate than Yuta. So if you want to go for lower ownership and you have the salary, just go to Yuta Watanabe. Now, could you play both these guys together? It's possible, but it's 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 going to be near impossible to uh, play these two and Luka together. I kind of mess with it. So I'll just show you guys right now. So. If you go both the Japan guys and Luka Doncic, it's going to be, again, very, very tough. Let's go to Slovenia. 3.3 carry remaining, right? Almost impossible. There's a couple guys, you know, below that salary that you can go, but, um, you know, you'll probably be taking a zero with one or even two guys. So don't know if that's going to be necessary. But, yeah, back to Japan. Uh, so, again, we, I really do like both these button-ups. Now, Gavin Edwards, so keep an eye on news. I did a Twitter search. I haven't found anything. He injured his shoulder in that second game early in the second half, didn't return. So, my, like, if we get starting lineup news and he's not in the starting lineup, my guess is he's out. So that is that would be pretty significant for some value here for Japan. Now, if he uh, is in the starting lineup and is playing, I think it's a fair play. I don't love the salary, but I think he would play mid-20s minutes or probably be their number three guy in offense. A decent rebounder is their big. And I will say, too, Argentina is a bigger team, right, with D'Elia, Luis Scola. So Gavin Edwards might play a little bit more. So, again, monitor that. If he is in, if he's out, we'll talk about a couple other guys here. So Baba's at 6.3K. Had a solid game one, struggled game two, was in a little bit of foul trouble. You know, there's no Gavin Edwards. My guess is he plays a little bit more. Um, I just don't love the price point, right? He's not, not a super productive guy. Let's see, so Schaefer is one guy that if Gavin Edwards is out, he could see his role increased, right? 16-11 minutes, first couple games, he's their backup center. But again, if there's no Gavin Edwards, he might start. So that's why I say, monitor the starting lineup. It's very important. So this game is at 1240 Eastern, 1140 Central. Make sure if you're playing DFS tonight, you stay up or you set an alarm to wake up right before this because I think the starting lineup is going to be huge. Again, if there's no Gavin Edwards and Schaefer starts, I think Schaefer's a really solid value play there, 4.1K. There's a couple other guys we can mention here. So Togashi came off the bench. Um, he's he's like uh, I think the shortest player in the Olympics for basketball, but he's actually pretty good. A good score, uh, 10 and 15 fancy points the first couple games. I think he plays mid-teens minutes. Fair value, but might prefer a couple other cheaper guards here. One being Tanaka. Liked him last night. Like him again. Again, he's not like the best point per guy, but he is their point guard. Uh, he'll handle the ball a decent amount. He should play you know low to mid twenties minutes. Twenty three and twenty four minutes. Three point five k is cheap, so I think Tanaka is one of the better values in the slate. And then Hiyajima, a little bit tilted about it. I played him game one, only played ten minutes, didn't do anything. Uh, fade him game two, goes off in nineteen minutes. But uh, yeah, he is. He's a good shooter. 
He's not really going to do a ton of the peripheral stats. Again, very, very cheap. I would think plays maybe in between 10 and 20 minutes. So mid-teens, I think, is a fair guess for his minutes. And again, 3.1K is, is super, super cheap. So yeah, definitely some options here for Japan for value. Again, Tanaka, Hiyajima, Togashi is interesting. And then again, Schaefer, Monitor, Gavin Edwards. Um, now, if Gavin Edwards is out and they you know change up and they don't have Schaefer and they move someone else in, then out of a little bit interesting who moves in the starting lineup. So again, I think keeping an eye on that uh, is going to be key for the slate. Let's move on to Argentina. So Argentina, Composo, Scolo, deck at the top, 9-8, 9K, 8.2K. All three had really solid game ones. All three kind of had a letdown game in game two. And it's because Laprovatola really t- uh, took over. So yeah, Scola. Uh, 29 minutes, 17 fancy points. Gabriel Deck came off the bench, played 28 minutes. Was was a little bit disappointing. And it was Laprovatola who had a really, really big game. Now, I did mention last video for this. I was like, hey, he played really bad in 14 minutes. Um, he is a guy that is talented. And he came back in a big way over 32 minutes and 39 fancy points. Now, I think both games are outliers here, right? Game one was outlier in a bad way. He played awful. Game two was outlier in a very good way. I think it's going to be somewhere in between 39 and 12 fancy points and probably somewhere in between 32 and 14 minutes. My guess for Lapertola is I think we see mid-20s minutes and probably, you know, 20 to 25 fancy points. I think it's a pretty fair guess. So, and these four kind of going to be the, the top guys here in offense. Um, I think the the stars here, like Composo, Scola, Deck, are going to go on uh, are going to go pretty unowned. I think the chalk build is going to be like Luca and one of those Japan guys. So I think it's just going to lower the ownership on these Argentina guys. But again, they still have upside. We saw it all with all three in game one. Even though they let down games game two, that doesn't mean it's going to happen again. So a little bit of interest in these three for contrarian spend ups. Again, Lapertola is probably going to be uh, you know one of the more popular plays of the big game last game. Um, and I think he's a solid point per dollar play there at 6.8K. Delia 5-2 for value. Did play 25 minutes last game. I mentioned, I was like, hey, I think he plays a little bit more because of Spain uh, front court. Now, what I'm a little bit worried about here is Japan can play small, right? If Gavin Edwards is out, uh, they don't really have a ton of bigs besides Schaefer. So maybe Delia's minutes get cut a little bit. He's not the best point printed guy. I think he's just a fair play. Veldoza was the chalk, the chalk last slate. He only played 16 minutes after 23 game one. I think we're going to get, you know, high teens to low 20s minutes at 4.8K, fair value play. And then Brusino. So shooting guard is normally a pretty weak position. Once again, it's kind of weak today. 15, 25 minutes. Uh, not the best point printing guy, but, you know, you can expect some solid run from him and he's almost mid-priced. So yeah, definitely some value here. We can look to for Argentina again. Brasino, Beldoza, Dalia, and spend up slash for Toll is probably the most popular. But if you want to go to contrarian spend up like Dex, Scola, Composo, I think that's fine. You know, I wouldn't expect more than 30 Mets from them, but all three are going to be pretty productive, uh, even though they had letdown games in game two. I'm moving on to Slovenia and Spain. So Slovenia, Luka Doncic. I don't think we have to spend a ton of time here. I think you guys know what to do. He got in some foul trouble last game. Also, it was a blowout. Only played 26 minutes and went for 53 fancy points. So, again, this game's going to be played super fast. Like Slovenia just pushes the pace. So, uh, even at 12-9, uh, I think he is, once again, the, the best bet up in the slate. Now, secondary options here for Slovenia. We have Toby, Kanchar, Dragic, uh, Blazic at the top. If I'm going to go to a secondary star here for Slovenia, once again, it's going to be Mike Toby. Um, oops. Sorry about that. Um, so 28, 27 minutes the first couple games here. 31, 25 fans. Again, they like running the pick and roll with him and Luka Doncic. Um, and he's a good rebounder. Again, 14, 11 rebounds. He can block some shots. Uh, I think he's an interesting contrarian spend up. Again, with what I think everyone's going to go to is you know one of the Japan spend ups in Luka. 
These other stars are going to go pretty unowned. Like the Argentina guys, Toby, I think this, uh, you know, Ricky Rubio is going to be, go pretty low owned. So you can definitely make a contrarian lineup today. And Kanchar, Drogic, Blazic, just feel a little bit pricey. Now Drogic, Drogic's brother had a really good game, uh, game two, 26 minutes, shot 10 of 13. Um, again, I think that was more of an outlier. I don't know if I want to spend 8K for Zoran Drogic. Uh, Propolich intrigues me here. So he's like a high usage guy off the bench. Um, he's going to handle the ball a decent amount. He's a really good shooter. Eight times, shot eight times in game one, 15 times in game two. Again, we saw five assists in game two, uh, 31-25 fancy points. I think he's a pretty solid play in the mid-range. I do like me some Propolich. Let's see. Rupnik is too pricey for me. Ido Merich is fair. Again, small forward, like shooting guard, uh, pretty weak. 16 minutes, first couple games. Not the best point for a guy. I mean, really not super aggressive on the offensive end. Um, but I think he's he's playable for value. And the last guy I'll mention here is Ziga Dimich. So he saw his minutes cut last game. Or did, did he play eight minutes? I thought he played less than that for some reason. Um, he didn't come back in the second half, I'm pretty sure. Maybe he only came back at like the very end. Now, Spain is a, is a very big team, right? They have the Gasol bros, Hernan Gomez. So um, I would think when Toby is off the court that Dimich is going to be out there. So how many minutes does Toby play, right? I would say high 20s. So I would think that Dimitch gets the rest. So let's just say Toby plays 28, then I would think Dimitch plays 12. So if that is the case, if that is the case, I think Dimitch is an intriguing value play. He's a, um, you know, a big, is a good rebounder, gets some putbacks, is really, really cheap, and I think plays a little bit more than eight minutes this game. So obviously he's risky, not going to play a ton, but I think he's somebody you can look to as a salary relief play. All right, let's finish up with Spain here. So Ricky Rubio, again, I think will be pretty low on because the Mets. Now, Mets went up a little bit for him. 22, 25 Mets. He has been super productive. 20 points, 9 assists, 2 boards, and 26 points, 5 boards, 4 assists. So, yes, the Mets aren't going to be as high, but I'm still good to go to Ricky Rubio. Right? If you want to play him over the one of those Japan guys, I'm not going to talk you off him. And he should have come in at much lower ownership, too. Now, the risk, obviously, is he's just not going to play a ton of minutes. Spain really spreads out the minutes, but I still think Ricky Rubio is a very solid spin-up. Now, the next tier for Spain, once again, I'm going to stay away from Victor Claver. Marcus Saul is too pricey. Fernandez is too pricey. Again, Spain plays a ton of guys, so it just doesn't make sense to go to anyone in this range, really. Again, I will mention it for the third time. Do not play Juancho Hernan Gomez. He is not on the team, so make sure if you're playing a Hernan Gomez, you play Guillermo, who is actually uh, on the team and will play some minutes. Again, Lowell is too pricey. Now we get to some value. So Pau Gasol and below is where I have some interest in. So Pau Gasol, 5.8K. Not going to play a ton. 14, 17 minutes. I would think gets around 15 minutes. Now he is going to be a good point per minute guy when he's out there. So um, I think he is a fair play. Now the price is up a little bit, but still viable. So uh, I do have some interest in Pau Gasol. Hernan Gomez won't play as much. But also a you know good point per minute guy is a little bit cheaper than Pau Gasol, but I think you know I would still give a lean to Pau because of the minutes over Hernan Gomez. Now Alex Abrenes was the chalk of the chalk last night because shooting guard is really weak. He played 29 minutes. Now he kind of got bailed out for people that played him. Three steals, two blocks. He is super reliant on the scoring. Did not have a good shooting game. Only had three points and two boards. So there is a risk with Alex Abrenes. However, I would think he plays over 20 minutes. He was averaging over 20 minutes in the exhibition games. Again, what I want to mention with the Brennis is he is if he is not hitting shots, he is a pretty low floor. Like he got bailed out uh, for the people that played him with three steals and two blocks. That is not going to happen again. So a Brennis, there is a risk with it, you know, being reliant on the scoring. But again, the minutes will be there for him. That is a positive. 
Sergio Rodriguez, once again, I like a 3.9K. Not going to play a ton, 18 to 15 minutes, but will be productive off the bench. Chagun was formerly in the NBA. He'll handle the ball. When, when Rubio's not out there, he's going to be the point guard. Um, I think Rodriguez is, once again, one of the better value plays on the board. And finally, I'll mention Yuzman Garuba. Uh, did get drafted uh, in the NBA draft. Uh, he played 15, nine minutes, first couple of games. He's a decent point printer guy. Again, there's not a ton of like great value below like 3.5K. So he's one of those guys you can consider as a salary relief play. All right, and that's basically going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it. If you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you know when I'm live. And again, unfortunately, no live stream today, but let me know if you guys have any questions. I'll try to get back to you on Twitter. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video.